BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly... Patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Straight up with Stassi. Hi, everyone. I'm Stassi Schroeder. She's the star of Bravo's Vanderpump Rules. I'm here to talk about pop culture, reality TV, celeb gossip, relationships. Stassi's new podcast is a hilarious look at the world and everyone in it. I want to give my opinion on everything. And she's never one to hold back on any topic. Because that's what I do best. Judge. <laughs> this is Straight Up with Stassi. Hey guys, okay, you're listening to Straight Up with Stassi, um, I'm Stassi, <laughs> uh, yeah, here again for another solo podcast, a little half an hour sitch, and you know, I had like this whole intro planned, but is anyone, I'm gonna, I'm gonna throw that away, is anyone else super freaking sick and tired of group chats? Or group texts. I don't know what like the correct lingo is for this situation or this epidemic, I guess, as I should call it. I am a member on my little iPhone, a member of probably like seven different group chats and they all have different people in them. But some but most of the time the people overlap. So it gets super confusing And it's not that like we want to leave people out like, oh, well, let's just start this group chat with all of these people except this one. No, that's not. It's not mean spirited. All of these group chats happen because you're going on a trip together or something or, okay, well, we're going out tonight and we don't want to bother that one person who can't come. So let's start a new group chat so that we don't piss this person off. Like it, all of these group chats, I feel like happen out of convenience and uh, quite frankly, politeness. They're all pretty like, you know, they're all made with good intentions. But I have an issue <laughs> because my phone goes off all the effing time. And I feel like you guys are saying to yourselves right now, well, Stassi, just uh do like the whole silence thing on the group chat or what it like the do not disturb. Oh yes, I do that. I do the do not disturb on like 75% of my group messages, but sometimes I need to know what's going on. Like what if there's an emergency or what if I do need to like, I don't want to do not disturb this certain chats because I, I feel like I'm going to need the information that would be on that chat most of the time. So 
hashtag white girl problems <laughs> because I am sitting here and my phone keeps buzzing and I keep thinking that people are just like texting me, you know, one on one. No, they're not. It's all in these like different groups. Like right now, the one that I keep getting things on, it's called the group chat is entitled NYC with a heart. So those were all the girls that went to New York together a couple weeks ago. And that shit just keeps popping off. Not in a good way. Because I have another pet peeve. That's not just the group chat pet peeve. Like where like my phone keeps going off because of group chats. But my other pet peeve is um, when a human being <laughs> doesn't know how to just like text one thing. You know what I mean? Like if you have something to say, write it in in one little text or a long text if you feel like it. But do not, and I repeat, do not send multiple texts when you can send all of those texts in one text. You know what I'm saying? Like, okay, I'll give you an example. Um, so, ha, 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 that was like really, really funny. Okay, so sending ha, 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 then in another text, that was really funny. Then in another text, emojis about how that was funny. And then in another text, so tonight the plan is, and then another text, the actual plan. No, you could have like all like, you could have written that all in like one little thing or like one big thing. And my phone wouldn't have had to ding 49 times. I would have been way happier if my phone didn't ding 49 times. It's kind of like when some, when I hear a honking sound, when I'm driving during the day, I loathe people who honk. Okay. I don't understand it unless you're about to get in an accident and you really need to like the honk on a car like is just for emergencies. You know, it's like when your parents give you a credit card when you're in college and they're like, Hey, only use this for an emergency. Yeah. You don't go to Starbucks and buy a venti iced coffee with it. It's for fucking emergencies. Like if you're raped and you have to go to the hospital, you use that card because it's an emergency. Not trying to joke about rape. I don't think that's funny whatsoever. Um, just trying to make an insane point right now. That is how I feel about honking. Like don't honk your horn on your car unless it's an emergency. Um, just because someone took 0 0.09 seconds longer than you would have liked to speed up once the light turned green doesn't mean that the honk should come into effect. Um, and that's also how I feel about uh, texting. It is a privilege to text and I'm just not okay with my phone dinging all freaking day long. This is why I'm so bad at responding to people. You know what I mean? I just, I hate the phone dinging. I hate being on my phone unless I'm checking daily mail or like Kylie's app. <laughs> I'm just, it's not really my thing. Okay. Yeah. So, um, that was a, what, almost a six minute rant. And, uh, thank you for not turning off my podcast. I just felt like I needed to go there. Uh, yeah, I have a, before I get into you guys' questions, because I'm, I'm so thankful that I have the best listeners ever. I'm so thankful for you. I'm thankful for my Khaleesi's and I read you guys' email, me emails all the time and I'm so happy to respond to some of them today. Um, but I have a few more announcements. Uh, okay. 
So the finale of Vanderpump Rules came on last week and I've gotten so many freaking tweets and emails about the dress that I wore and the lipstick that I wore. Um, the lipstick is actually lip liner and that's by Hourglass. And I tweeted the actual name of the lip liner. So please go to my Twitter at Stassi Schroeder and look that up if you're wondering what that lip liner was. Um, I also like... Makeup Forever lip liner in 1C and 3C. I remembered that because uh, I mix those with my hourglass one sometimes. And then the dress that I wore is by Keepsake and it's still available. So look that shit up too. Uh, the most exciting thing that happened to me today. Yep, you guys. I got the Kylie lip kit. I would pause for a moment of silence, but I just feel like this is only a 30-minute podcast right now, so I should probably just keep going. Yes, you heard it right. I finally got the Kylie Lip Kit. You guys, I have literally set alarms probably mm, three times to try and get the Kylie Lip Kit. And yesterday, I was so thankful to receive tweets from some of you who... Um, warned me that today the Kylie lip kit was going to become available again at 4 p.m. So I set my alarm for 3.40 and I sat down at my kitchen table and stared at the screen just refreshing for 20 minutes straight until the Kylie lip kits became available again. And it was a thrill, like a complete thrill. The amount of excitement that I felt, I felt like I was about to run a relay race. You know, like when you're in in elementary school and you have like field days and like all these like little competition-y things and you're so nervous because you're young and whatever. Or maybe, you know what, the feeling when you're about to go karaoke, which is why I don't karaoke. It was a feeling that I had that I cannot, it, it's so hard to put into words. It was butterflies. It was anxiety. My blood pressure was soaring. I just was so prepared to buy these Kylie lip kits and I was going to fuck a bitch up if I didn't get to purchase them. And let me just say, I mass texted all of another group chat, which I'm a terrorist because I started this one um, to make sure all my friends were aware. Like I wasn't going to be the only, I'm not selfish with my lip kits. I want all my friends to enjoy them. So I mass texted everybody and said, you guys better be on your freaking computer right now because in six minutes, all that lip kit situation shit is going to be available. I got every single one I wanted. Hashtag winning. Uh, some of my other friends, their computers froze up and then they have to like go back to the main screen and they didn't have like the luck that I did. I guess they just didn't have like lightning fingers. You know what I mean? I had them. And I just wanted to share that with all of you guys because it was just like super exciting. You know what else is exciting? Attempting to work out. I don't really work out, but I like to wear cute workout clothes. Uh, which is why I'm obsessed with Fabletics because Kate Hudson is like the creator and uh, helps design all of these workout clothes. It's stylish activewear and you guys need to go to Fabletics.com. Fill out the quiz that they have because if you go to the website, you take the quiz, they will cater to you and show you things that you should purchase based on what your style is. And if you don't like what they choose, you can just Shop the way you like and look at everything. Pick separates, whatever you want. Fabletics, the reason why I really love this activewear is because you can take it from the gym to lunch to dinner, depending on what you do with it. You can just, listen, go work out in this outfit. 
then take off your tennis shoes, put on a pair of heels and a leather jacket and you're at a date night. You know what I'm saying? I think that's amazing, especially for women that don't have time to just like go home and change outfits all the time. And now I really love that Fabletics is doing FL2, which is um, like a companion men's brand. So the guys get to get involved and get like cute workout stuff. Um, But if you go to Fabletics.com, you get a full outfit for just $25 with free shipping and exchanges. So that's really cheap. I mean... I feel like a pair of underwear at Victoria's Secret is $25. So you get a whole outfit. So go check it out, fabletics.com, and uh, become a VIP member, and you get tons of perks. Okay, so uh, I'm going to get into uh, you guys' questions right now. Um, I had an email from the lovely Danielle, And uh, she asked me, why aren't Katie and I friends on Instagram? I get so many of these questions. Literally, I feel like all of my comments on my Instagram and and Twitter and and I get emails about this a lot. Like, why aren't Katie and I friends? Well, that's because something's wrong with freaking Instagram. I have tried to follow Katie and Katie and I have sat next to each other with our phones trying to figure out why she can't tag. She can follow me, but I can't follow her but she can't tag me in photos. So there's something wrong with Instagram. We've contacted Instagram. We've done so many things to try and figure out why this isn't working. And when we brought this up to Sheena Shea, Sheena said, oh, I'm like that with Kim Kardashian. It won't let me follow her. So every time Sheena tries to follow Kim Kardashian, it just instantly unfollows. That's the same thing that happens every time I try to follow Katie and vice versa. So Instagram, figure that shit out. It's so annoying. I have to like stalk Katie like by Googling her Instagram if I want to see her photos. And that's just like exhausting. So all a misunderstanding. And uh, yeah, I'm annoyed by that, too. And then she also wrote, where do I draw style inspiration from? Okay, this is a loaded question because I'm obsessed with clothes. I'm obsessed with style. I'm obsessed with aesthetics. I I love Um, everything about styling myself, styling an apartment, styling a house, styling my dogs, styling my freaking Instagram. I love aesthetics. I just, I, I find inspiration everywhere. Um, I feel like it's a a mixture of a, a million different things. I like to channel old uh, old movie stars that I, I relate to like Bridget Bardot and Elizabeth Taylor and and I love the the classic vibe that comes along with all of that but then I'm super fucking basic and I go on Daily Mail 40 times a day and when I see Kate Hudson or Courtney Kardashian or Gigi Hadid you know strutting their stuff on the streets of New York or something and I get inspired by that as well I just really love looking at magazines I love looking at Pinterest I I love just stalking everything so that I can find what I really like about um, trends and and style and and make it my own because I really don't like when people or or no I or it's not about other people doing this but I, I don't like just blindly following trends it's about finding things that work for you and what your personality is and and what your body type is so some of the things that other people wear that I really admire I can't you know I tell Sheena Shea all the time 
I admire the fact that you can wear crop tops. My stomach, not very rock hard. I can't do that. Um, uh, so yeah, you got to find out what works for you and what makes you feel comfortable and what makes you feel happiest. And, and I've noticed that I feel happiest and most like myself when I'm dressed in a way that's very classic and streamlined and tailored and chic that I'm not really hippie-ish. I'm not alternative. I'm not rockerish. I'm not even really glam. I just, I like being classic and timeless. So that's where I get that inspiration from. Uh, she also said, do I keep in touch with any of my exes? Yeah, actually, almost all of them, or I guess all the, I, all the ones that matter. Um, I keep in touch with them in a way that maybe I, I talk twice a year, sometimes more. Um, I think it's really important to keep people, in, in, unless things ended horribly, that I think it's important to keep people in your life. That's something that I've, I've only recently learned because I have such a bad habit of cutting people out and... I don't want to be like that anymore. So I'm making a huge effort to just keep in touch with everybody. And um, yeah, I mean, there was a reason that you loved each other to begin with or a reason you appreciated each other to begin with. So might as well just focus on that. Yeah. Okay. So uh, uh, Kindle asked how, <laughs> okay. How did I lose so much weight in such a short period of time? Because it looks like I'm way skinnier than I was on this past season. Cool. Okay. Um, I'm going to be honest. I gained a shit ton of weight last year. And a lot of that had to do with the fact that I just kind of let myself go when it, when it came to eating and drinking. Um, being in a relationship, I feel like it's so much easier to gain weight and... Patrick and I would just day drink and happy hour and then drink at night. And it wasn't like just a vodka water with lime. We would drink like heavy beers and IPAs and wine and just eat three meals a day. And I didn't really think about it because I I had been thin for so long that I, I, I didn't realize that that was going to be an issue. And so honestly, what I really, I'm not one to give advice on dieting or, or what's healthy. I am a lazy ass. I, I try and work out maybe sometimes. I'm, I, I swear, I promise I'm going to start this, this month. I feel like I, I need to start this month, but I just kind of try and eat less. I eat like one meal a day. Again, I'm not here to give advice because I'm not very healthy. It's like kind of like starving yourself a little bit. I don't recommend it. And I can't drink beer all day long. So um, even though I do have the occasional beer and wine, I kind of have to stick to like healthy cocktails. And it's boring AF, if you know what I mean. So sorry, I don't have a really good answer for that. And please don't follow my advice. This is not advice at all. Don't starve yourself. Okay. Uh, Callie said, how did I start podcasting? And if I And asked me if I had any tips. So last year, um, my publicist got approached by CBS radio and said, uh, would Stassi be interested in doing a podcast? And I freaked out, out of basically just being horrified and scared because I've been in a relationship with a radio host for two and a half years. 
And I didn't know anything about radio before then, except for the fact that I listened to it. But I, I grew such an insane appreciation for it. And especially because Patrick's best friend was Taylor, who's been on my show and who's now one of my best friends. Sorry, I stole her. Um, and I saw how hard she worked. And I've always been in awe of of people who can just talk and entertain. I, I just I think it's one of the hardest things to do. And, and they don't it, it they don't pre-record things. It's live. And it's not live for an hour. It's live for 3 hours. So in to five times a week talk for three hours straight. I just feel like that is such an incredible gift and, and an incredible talent and a talent that I never thought I could ever even try and have or tap into. And um, what that therefore, when I was offered this, the chance to record a podcast, I at first was like, I'm no, I, I can't like it, it. No way in hell. I see how hard it is. And then. Patrick convinced me and my friends convinced me and I thought, okay, well, this is scaring the shit out of me. So that probably means I should try it. And it was only a six month trial to see if like they could fire me at any time after I did six months worth of shows. And um, it ended up being the most rewarding thing to happen to me in terms of my career. Um, It's been so much fun and connecting with you has made me feel so fulfilled and so happy and so excited. And I love that when I, I, I like experience something, I don't even think like, Oh my God, I'm going to call my mom or I'm going to call my boyfriend. I think like, Oh my God, I'm going to tell you (laughs) that's, that is how I feel. I'm going to tell my Khaleesi and, uh, that, that is so exciting. And and in terms of tips, I don't even know if I, the only tip that I think that I could give, because I really, I learned everything from Patrick and Taylor and I watched them. I was so focused on, on watching them and, and taking tips from them and learning from what they do and what works for them that I feel like I learned how to be like somewhat entertaining. But I think that what makes a good podcast is kind of just not overthinking it and not censoring yourself and just being real and letting something flow. And I mean, again, and it's also about finding a niche and finding what you're passionate about because not everyone can talk about pop culture or the bachelor. Not everyone's as basic as me. Um, but not everybody can talk about relationships. I mean, some people are good at interior design or some people are good at fucking scientific shit. You know what I mean? You you find what works for you and you're authentic and, and honest about it. And you don't worry about what people are going to think because I'm telling you, there were a million times when I was recording these podcasts back in the beginning that I was like, oh my God, I need to edit that out. I need to get them to take that out. I shouldn't have said that. People are going to be so mad that I made a fucking ISIS joke or whatever. Like people are going to get butthurt and... I had to let it go. And the moment that I decided to let everything go and not worry about what people were going to think was the moment I felt like it shifted and it became great and it became fun and it became rewarding. And I feel like people respond to things that are real and authentic. And that's honestly all you need to do. Just be yourself because yourself's good enough. Oh, I'm going to throw up on myself. That sounded so lame. Just be yourself because yourself's good enough. Just shoot me down dead, honestly. All right. Um, Kim, 
who is a Mormon and also shares a great love for the right iced coffee. Loved your email, Kim. She said, will ask me if I will be back for Vanderpump Rules for another season. Um, if I am, if there is another season and I am asked back, I absolutely will be back. So that answers that. And then she said, why aren't my other friends on the show? Like season one when um, you saw a lot of them, like Jen, Kelly, Christina, Jeremy, a lot of other, Haley, a lot of people. Uh, well, season one, they were all still working at Sir. And one of the things that actually really annoyed me about the uh, Secrets Revealed thing about season one is that I they were invited to my even though it looks like they came to my birthday in Vegas the second day like they were some like second rate situation friend thing no um I invited everyone at the same time but they could not get off work that first Friday because we all worked at sir and someone actually still does have to run the restaurant and work at the restaurant and because me and my and the main core group we were on the show as primary people well we get we get off before anybody else does. So it wasn't like I just randomly called them in. They were always coming and they were always invited the whole entire time. And that was annoying that it, it looked like I just like fell back on them because that was, they were always supposed to be there the whole entire time. Um, but the reason that they aren't on it as much is, well, most of them don't work at Sir anymore and they were never best friends with like that core group that you see on Vanderpump rules. Um, it, it's, you know, it's show stuff, show stuff. But I love them all. And it, we all still have the same relation. Most of us still have the same relationship. And I wish, you know, the ones that still worked at Sir were still on it more. It would be so much fun to have them. Um, so, yeah. Are you guys in the market for new sheets? Because um, you should be. And if you're not. You should probably t check out bowlandbranch.com because those are the sheets that I sleep on. Um, I've told you guys, I'm obsessed with sleeping. It's like my favorite thing to do. I like it better than eating. I like it better than drinking. I like it better than having sex, honestly. Sleeping is my favorite thing. And comfortable sheets are paramount and so important. The reason why Bowl and Branch sheets are so affordable is because they specialize in it and they don't sell to to department stores. So you're not having to deal with a middleman. So if you want top of the line, like five-star hotel style sheets for not an insane price, you don't go to Bergdorf's. You go directly to the source. You go to bowlandbranch.com, B-O-L-L and branch.com. And uh, use my promo code Stassi because if you do, you get 20% off your entire order and you get to try everything risk-free for 30 nights. So if you don't like them, even if you get like tanner stains on them, you can still send them back. Pretty good deal. So you guys, if you're looking for new sheets, if you just moved into a new apartment, or if you want a gift for somebody because everyone always appreciates an extra pair of sheets, I do. That is like one of the best gifts you can ever give me, um, especially if they're nice sheets. It's amazing. I used my own code at bullandbranch.com to buy an extra pair of sheets. I should have just asked for it for free. But anyway, bullandbranch.com. Use my promo code Stassi and get 20% off. All righty. Okay. So, um, uh, yeah, last question. 
Gretchen said, do you have a Ouija board? Ouija board. Fuck. I say this every time. I never know how to say Ouija. Is it a Ouija? A Ouija? People have corrected me so many times that now I can't even remember the right way to say it. Um, yes. Okay. Supernatural stories where I connect with ghosts. I feel like I need to get my old roommate Haley on this podcast again so she can really like talk about this stuff. I was first interest introduced to the Ouija board. I'm just going to say Ouija. And if I'm saying it wrong, fuck off. Okay. Um, I was first introduced to the Ouija board when I was little by my aunt because she is just like all up in it. And my mom, my mom loves it too. And my dad had always said that whenever they were doing it and he would walk in the room, it would stop. Ghosts don't like my dad. What can I say? And I've always believed that certain people have a gift like to make it happen to connect with them. Some people have like the gift of just it working. They might not be able to start it, but they can still help facilitate it. And some people, ghosts just don't freaking like. You know what I mean? I say this all the time. I'm annoyed that I don't have any spirits popping up as orbs in my photos. I'm offended that no ghosts want to be around me in pictures. Like why? I'm a good time. I take a good photo. But... After I was introduced to this as a kid, my my aunt would do it with me like every couple of years and it was always so thrilling and exciting. And then when I moved to L.A., I would try it with my roommates and my friends and about half of them, half of the girls that I did it with, it worked with. And I just found which girls it, it really kind of worked with. And I mean, they wouldn't even have to be touching it. They would just like have to be sitting in in the room while other people did the Ouija board and it would all of a sudden start working if they were just sitting in there. And, um, yeah, I, you know what? I'm going to, I'm going to write an outline and I'm going to, I'm going to take some notes and, and try and think back on, on stories that I had because I, I have so many tips when it comes to doing the Ouija board. If, if you don't want anything bad to happen, even stupid tips, it might not even be true. Like I only light white candles. I would never light a, a colored candle while I'm doing it because I just feel like that's all about goodness and whatever. And, you know, I, I have different, uh, tips that if it starts doing weird things with the little thing that moves around, um, that means that it's a bad spirit and yeah. So you know what? Next podcast or in the near future, I'm going to, I'm going to do like a, an Ouija board how to. That sounds like what's up. All right, guys. Um, I'm tired. I, I, I hope you liked this little 30 minute sitch. I just did for you. Uh, Email me some more questions. If I don't get to them on the podcast, I always try to respond to them via email. I love you. Bye, Khaleesi's.